going on, guys? Welcome to the Power of Sound. I am here with my co-host Giles. Giles, how you doing today, buddy? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. And today we have a special guest from Orb Audio, Mr. Gary Pellid. How you doing, Gary? Gary. Great. Good to see you guys. Oh, I, I'm so happy you're on the show because uh, Orb Audio is something I've definitely been wanting to talk to you about. Uh, definitely something that people are, are curious about as well. So tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, and uh, what you do for Orb Audio. Well, I, I founded Orb Audio uh, in uh, 2003. I have a partner in New York City that uh, does all the back end and the Google and the Amazon stuff. Uh, I'm more of the uh, design, engineering, uh, sourcing, working with the vendors. So I'm basically the design side of the company and my partner is the, uh, the business side of the company. Okay. Uh, let's see, I, I was in the lighting industry before I got into audio and that's actually where this shape comes from. It's, uh, you can see them all over the place going back to the 40s and 50s, Art Deco, uh, you know, having a, a sphere for lighting and, you know, architecturally spheres are, are all over the place. Uh, so I wanted something that would be harmonious with people's decor, but also sound good. I didn't want it to be a gimmick. I didn't want it to just look good, it had to sound good. Um, so while I was doing my early research, it turns out that a sphere happens to be a really, really good enclosure for a mid-range or a tweeter. Uh, it has no internal standing waves, no external baffle diffraction. So I started playing around with the idea of, you know, you know this is the early 2000s. There wasn't even in, barely an internet at, at that point. And mm -hmm. I started playing around with the idea of, well, you know, if, 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 uh, if that huge company that sounds like blows uh, yeah. can make little cubes, uh, maybe I can make a little sphere and, you know, uh, make it decor friendly, make it really good and, and, you know, try and take a little teeny tiny part of the giant uh, satellite subwoofer market. And, uh, you know, throughout the 2000s, that's what we did. Uh, we started as a high-end company. We were doing a lot of two-channel stuff. Uh, the, the sphere has a very wide dispersion, so it turns out that they were really, really strong uh, for imaging and sound staging, and it starts to get a good reputation for that and for mid-range. And then when the theater boom started, uh, it was easy enough to, to transition into surround sound because if you could do stereo well, if you've got great imaging and sound staging for stereo, it's even easy when you get five channels to play with. Right. Uh, so that's kind of the where Orb came from. You definitely, you definitely came in at a good time. Two thousand three, early two thousands was kind of when the small form factor, you know, home theater in a box type deals were starting to come out. And yeah. Bose, Bose was huge back then. Um, yeah. Sorry to say, they're not as big now, but uh, yeah, you you kind come of on, you're, you're not really sorry to say. I'm not really sorry. To say. <laughs> I, I, I could care less sorry. about Bose, but um, <laughs> yeah, you definitely came in at the uh, the perfect moment. I feel you know to to enter that market. And you've grown since then. So congratulations, you know, that's great. That's awesome. So before I ask the next question, just for everybody out there watching, um, everyone look at Mike right now, look closely at him and recognize what's different today. Yes. He's wearing his old man glasses. <laughs> so I don't have to, I don't have to squint at the screen. You don't, you don't have to see him do this like 18 times. An episode. 
Oh, anyway, so Gary, uh, talking about you. the orbs, and, and it's really funny because uh, uh, an, another YouTube uh, uh, home theater guy that I know just posted up a orb audio review, so you might want to check that one out. Um, it's, it's pretty cool. Oh, so he, uh, his, his. Are we allowed to say who that is? I think I know who you're talking about. Well, let me let me describe it, and then you can tell me if okay. it's that guy or not. Because his this guy's shtick is he buys stuff off the used market. And he tries to get oh, the no. best deal that he can, and then he reviews it. So he found somebody that had a, a set of orbs. Uh, I don't know where he's at, and he picked them up and then did a review. But that's that's like his shtick, you know, finding uh, uh, the the gems that people uh, need to move out for whatever reason, and then installing them and doing the review that way. So that's kind of his his hook. Um, but uh, but anyway, so for for the folks that aren't familiar now, now that you've told them a little bit about the the whys and the watts of the actual orb, what uh, what product portfolio do you have? So if somebody wanted to buy uh, from you, what different options do they have? Well, it, as it turns out, there's there's quite a lot of options, but they're all made out of. Let me get in closer. This one part. So you see, it's got a quarter 20 threaded insert on the back, some mm. binding posts that you just press in the, you know, pin in a wire. And we've got, now let me grab a stand real quick. I bought a white one. Okay, so you could get any combination of orbs and brackets. So the bracket would go on here, yeah, and then you could add another orb on top or another desk stand and bracket sideways, mm. or center channel. Um, so when you say, you know, what products do we have? We really only have three. We have the orb. We have this wonderful little mini amp that we call booster that we can get into later. And that little nine inch cube uh, sub, uh, and that's it. And you know, with, with that combination, you can have two for stereo, you could have two singles, you could have two doubles, you could have three singles across the front for theater, you could have three doubles and two singles in the rear. You could have doubles all around. Some people do a mod four, which is uh, four in series parallel. So you have, you know, two mod twos or four ohm loads. Those go together, make eight. So you can look at the website and you'll see there's this whole range of systems, but they all come down to the same module. And that's why we called it the mod one, the mod two. So the mod stands for module or modular. Some people call it modern. Um, so what do we make? We make a ball, we make a mini amp, we make a sub. And that's it. That, that's cool. Could could you go nuts with it and be like, I want 64 of them, please. And then build like you, a custom you, bracket and have like a whole wall. Well, you, you wouldn't use these brackets. But yeah, you know, uh, I've done uh, big spaces like uh, galleries and and such where, where we would just put uh, two of the four ball speakers in the corners, make it an eight, you know, a couple of 10 inch subs in the corners. So there really isn't an upper size <clears> limit. It's as long as you have enough amplifier channels, uh, you know, if you had 64 orbs, okay, so that's eight of the mod eights or 16 of the mod fours. You can do that. I mean, you might you you, you might burn up uh, eight channels of a distribution amp to do it, but there's no reason you can't do it. That would be orbs, that would be awesome. Well, yeah, that'd I mean, be super cool. I, you know, I think that would work really well too, as like a line array type deal. If you can build something oh, like yeah. that, just have it like just just a, a little line of orbs all the way down. Um, so, my next question: I, I did that actually. I did a line array for the this was years ago in Miami. We used to do the backstage sound for the Winter Music Conference, and they'd have a DJ back there, and and uh, they would just 
crank. So, you know, we'd have a tower with, you know, eight orbs and a, and a sub at the base and a custom, uh, custom risers. So, yeah, it's all possible. I got the idea from Concert Sound. I said, well, you know, these guys can build, a, you know, the Grateful Dead called it Wall of Sound. Mm-hmm. You can have stacks of speakers. But the key is we don't have a crossover. So part of the, the what gives the orbs their, their wonderful transparency and speed and dynamics and this holographic feel is, the, you know, the signal comes from your amp through the wire into the gold post directly to the driver. There's, there's nothing in the way. And if you don't have a crossover, then sure, you could just click as many of these things together as you want. And they just behave as one large speaker. So. Okay, so you kind of answered my <clears throat> upcoming question in the beginning of the video, so I'm kind of going to switch it up on you a little bit. <clears throat> uh, with only one speaker, how are you getting the the lows, mids, and highs, that separation of sound of lows, mids, and highs uh, to, to be present in, in, your, in your setup well, without, without using a sub, of course? Well, you need most people use orbs with a sub because the driver, the driver itself is it's a it's a real beast. It's it's a three inch aluminum driver. It's got a twenty five millimeter CCAD voice coil, which is usually found in like a four inch driver. Uh, it's got a Santa Prince surround, a Nomex Spider. The basket is designed to draw heat away from the voice coil uh, and the aluminum cone. Uh, into the the body of the ball, so it's got very high power handling, very high output. Uh, but in terms of the frequency response, the driver, if you took this driver and put it in a, I don't know, like a one cubic foot enclosure, it would hit 85 hertz, no problem. Okay. In the ball, we're only limited by the internal uh, volume. So we're, we're volume limited to a frequency response for the orb of about 160 to 18. Uh, we use a single... Uh, you know, long throw, uh, it's got a four millimeter X-Max, single long throw driver, and it does cover the entire mid and highs pretty well. And we found that if you use, uh, let's say, a powered eight uh, or any sub that's got a crossover that goes to 200 or so that's designed to work with a small speaker, you can blend pretty well. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say that, that an orb is going to have the same amount of mid-range energy as a larger driver in a larger cabinet. But, you know, in combination with a sub, most people, most of the time, they've never heard anything like it, you know? You know, so I've, to, to address this point a little bit as well, I've done some research in preparation for uh, for this conversation just so I could be a little more educated around this type of speaker because this this is really a different beast than what a lot of people are accustomed to. So, you know, if you've got customers that are used to going to Best Buy and, you know, they look and they say, oh, here's a bookshelf speaker and it's got a tweeter and a mid-range. And I mean, this is like a different game. And there are a lot of people out there that swear by this concept of this single full range driver that you mate with a subwoofer for the low end uh, and, and using that to produce just the best imaging that you possibly can in an environment. And I, you know, I wasn't very aware of that myself because I'd always, you know, I, I like a big, I like a chunky, I want some, I want some, you know, I'm 10 foot towers. Um, <laughs> but uh, this, for folks that aren't familiar with this, you know, please go brush up on this style of speaker in the orb in particular, because when, when it comes to imaging, you know, tons of the big names out there, they say, you got to try this thing. You got to do, got to do it this way, listen to it. So you can understand what you're trying to hit with these other setups. So it's really cool. I mean, the, the, the size of the product is great. I like the modularity of it too. You know, that, 
you know, being able to do a two or a four or eight or I don't know that 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 just appeals to me wanting to aesthetically design something myself. And when you say here, you can take my speaker and you can put these together the way you want it to and you can choose the color that you want that, you know, there's appeal there anyway. Um, since we were talking about the fans, uh, they've got a few questions. So the first one is. Is the product really made in the USA? Uh, it's interesting. We don't get that question a lot, but that that one bubbled up the, to the top. Well, yeah, and that's uh, it, other than the the driver itself, uh, the parts are U.S. Uh, and if somebody told me where I could get a driver that wasn't made in Asia, uh, I'd buy it. But the, the the simple and sad truth is that over the decades, uh, they have uh, they meaning China has uh, essentially taken over 98% of the rare earth elements uh, mining. So if you want to make a magnet, especially a rare earth magnet, neodymium, which you have to do if you want a small high output speaker, whether it's for your phone or an orb, you have to buy, you can't just buy neodymium, you have to buy the whole part from China. So dry, they, that's it. If you want drivers, you got to buy them from China. I happen to work with a vendor that I've worked with for even for this company. And they, it turns out they're a Taiwanese company that manufacture in China. I know them, they're nice people. But in general, it's a real problem. Uh, they did the same thing to amplifiers. I mean, it used to be that high-end audio was an American and, and British phenomenon, and that's all gone now. I mean, uh, go, go try and make an, a, a cost-effective uh, circuit board for your amplifier in the United States. It's not gonna happen, you know? Sure. Uh, and, and it's sad, I, I would love to make more here. Uh, the stands are made in uh, Simi Valley here. Uh, the ball is made in New York at a lighting vendor. That's the tooling is like 200 years old. I'm not even kidding. Maybe that is one so years. cool. That, that is really cool. <laughs> uh, everything that could be made here is made here. Uh, cool, cool, but awesome. Certain things. Just so the, try as you may, you can't. Uh, you just. You, I would love to make everything here. I can't. We do assemble everything in Los Angeles, and everything ships from uh, from LA. Cool. So the the second question revolves around that booster that that you showed us. So the, sure. the question was, what's what's the deal with that thing, and what do I need it for? I mean, what's what's the point? Well, okay, let me show you the back of this thing because I know you guys are a bunch of geeks like me. Yeah, so I like you've it. You've got to set out. You got two analog in, optical in, five volt USB power, and uh, banana jacks. Uh, on the front, you know, you've got your uh, power input. Input actually uh, can control almost the whole amp if you lose your remote. Uh, so it's pretty it's pretty straightforward. Uh, what is it? What does it do? It's 25 clean watts per channel. And by that, I mean you get all 25 watts into 8 ohms. I'm, I'm actually using a 75 watt chip. But if you run it at 14 volts instead of, I don't know what it is, 18 or 20 something volts, you know, you won't need a heat sink. You don't need a fan. And you've got this chip that that's super clean through through to you know right up to the point where you have enough power to max out an orb. I, you know, a lot of people use use it with bookshelf, and some use it with towers if they're tight on space. But the why is well, you know, it started with uh, my parents uh, who couldn't hear the TV anymore. They couldn't well, they could they couldn't hear understand the dialogue, and they you know my mom would call me and say, you know, I want to hook your speakers up to our TV. And I'd say, well, you know, not, not so simple. You need an amplifier and, or a receiver or something. Mm -hmm. And in her famous Brooklyn accent, she goes, 
I don't want to hear about it. Call me when you can plug your speakers into in, into my TV. My son has a speaker company, and I can't. So it just went on like that. So I said, you know, she would up. be an awesome guest on this show, by the way. Oh, she would be awesome. <laughs> that would be amazing. Anyway, continue on. Sorry. So, 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 so I realized at that point two things. One is there's this epidemic of people who can't understand the dialogue, You know, whether they have a TV or a soundbar or, or both. And two, I looked for an amp that had three basic things. I said, well, what do I need to hook speakers up to any TV? I need an optical in, I need a sub out, which helps, and I need a remote. So I looked around for my mom, couldn't find it. Nobody made it. And I was like, how can nobody make a mini amp with those three things? Those are the most important things to have. So I had to make one, and that's how Orb got into the electronics uh, arena. We didn't want to, but it solves the problem for everybody. And while I was doing it, I, I figured, well, let me see if I can address the dialogue uh, problem because orbs have excellent mid-range, but sometimes you need more. So all we did was, you know, we looked at the, the range of male and female vocals and we picked some frequencies uh, in the middle of that range and we boosted them 6 dB with, mm, I forget the roll off, pretty steep. Uh, so, so the net effect is, is you've got this good mid-range, you've got this really strong center image anyway. If you boost that 6 dB, that's almost a doubling. So boop, it feels like the, the sound is coming forward and, and closer and louder in the room, which I guess anybody who knows how EQ works would, would understand that. So Booster is basically a 2.1 channel audio file amp with dialogue enhance. Which, right uh, by the way, we call it, we call it Easy Voice. <laughs> easy Voice. I like it. Now, is this a... Is this the the product mix the the orbs with the booster, which is what you call the uh, the orb soundbar? It's not really a soundbar; it's the orbs. But that, is that what right. you call the orb soundbar? Yeah, yeah. We if you have booster and two orbs, we call that booster basic, and that's okay. three forty nine right now. If you add a sub, well, we call that booster one if it's our sub. Uh, but you can really use any sub. I mean, you guys know that. Uh, I, I I I I'm a big fan of saving people money, and our mini sub is I think it's like. 329 by itself uh but um that's only because we don't make that many of them and you know the, the minimums in this industry and anytime you do something in low quantity it just costs more so what we've been doing is so uh, you know we, we for many years uh, we had a theater sub and a small sub now we're working with polk audio on the theater subs so they you know they supply all our theater subs it just it just wasn't cost effective to make them anymore and their sub is you know behind the scenes it's almost identical. It's the same vendor and everything. So, uh, cool. so we make the mini sub, and um, you know that allows people who need a small sub or they don't want or don't need bass below fifty hertz to you know, piss off the neighbors. <laughs> uh, so you've got you can buy just the amp. You can buy the amp and two orbs. You can buy the amp, two orbs, and the sub. You could you know call us and you know I'm big on saving people money. If somebody says, "Oh, I only have ninety nine dollars. What do I do?" I you know, I said, oh, I'll get this this sub from this company, or oh, look, you know, Amazon's got this sub for one twenty nine right now, and uh, so we're 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 very big on pointing people in the right direction so that they can build a system that's perfect for their room, whether it's an orb part or not. I mean, I, I really just want to be in the orb and amp business and and get it run away as far away from subs as I can. <laughs> gotcha. Right on. <clears throat> now, I, I I'm really amazed because. I, just to go back to what you said, there aren't many mini amps with sub outs because I personally was looking for one for my you know yeah. desktop setup, and I looked and looked and looked. There was like maybe one out of like ten or fifteen that had a sub out, and I, I was blown away. You know, I was completely blown away because yeah. I'm like, don't people want? 
yeah, I couldn't figure out why they didn't do it because it's so easy. It's literally just taking a, a left plus right full range summed output and just take it from the back of the binding post. And, well, not quite, but you know what I mean? Just mm -hmm. put a jack on it. So easy. It, it costs nothing to add it. And yet I, I mean, can't. It's a great feature. Yeah, it's a great feature to have. Can, if you can just put it on anyway, it doesn't matter if people use it or not, just give it to them. Can, yeah. can people just buy the booster from you if they said, yeah. hey, I, I got some stuff, I just want yeah. a booster? Cool. Of course, because a lot of people have their own speakers. We sell boosters to people that call me all the time with really high-end speakers. I've got Logan's, I've got Pinnacle, I've got Paradigm, I've got uh, Sonus Faber. And they just want a small amp because they're just tired. They, they've, they've given up on the whole surround sound. They're, you know, they're downsizing. Their wife wants to get rid of everything usually. And it's like, all right, well, you can take a full-size receiver and make it this big and stick it in a cubby under the TV. And a lot of people do that. Cool. Cool. Well, right on. Well, hey, Gary, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. We really uh, – uh, your product is really cool. I got to say, the aesthetics was what kind of caught my eye. I, a few days ago, I posted on Instagram a picture of uh, – I, I guess it was two on, on the on the bracket, you know. Um, yeah. and I, I think you responded to it too, which was cool. So, <laughs> you know, I was really blown away by the, just the aesthetics alone and now hearing, you know, what they can really do. I I'm, yeah, I'm sold, man. That, that, that looks like a cool product. You know, it's a small world story. That picture that you chose mm -hmm. just happened to be the picture that they sent me after you. That is the set of CSI Miami. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, really? Way. No yeah, way. That's, that's that's just you know we, we get we, all, almost all the pictures on the website are customer photos or stuff like that where people send it because I don't have the money for a set. I mean I'm sitting in my spare bedroom in lockdown doing this stuff. <laughs> that's but, funny. Uh, but but customers have some beautiful rooms and if you look at the uh, the Orb blog, the Orb Instagram or the Orb Facebook page, you'll you'll see some beautiful rooms and you can get to see you know the whole point of why we made these is that they do blend almost anywhere. And yeah. they're small, but they will fill your room with sound, and they will give you a wall-to-wall -wall soundstage if you could give them some 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 decent separation. Nice. All right, guys. Well, well, you'll be able to find all of Orb's information in the description below. That way, you can go check them out, check out their website, their Instagram, all their good stuff. Um, as far as you know, everything else goes. If you like the content, make sure to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and ring the bell to get notifications every week. We post on Tuesday brand new videos. Uh, I want to thank Gary again for being on the show. Thanks so much, Gary, for taking the time. I appreciate we appreciate it very much. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Gary.